1: Scripture is clear that we are not to judge others, especially if we're unwilling to take a pretty close look at ourselves first. But Jesus did say that we will know others by their fruits. And Galatians 5 gives insight into what these fruits are that mark a spirit-led person. So today and for the next two weeks, we're taking a look at the fruit of the Spirit, attributes we should all strive to have. Don't miss this. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Psalm 95, the radio outreach ministry of the National Christian Choir, from the greater metropolitan area surrounding our nation's capital. I'm Kathy Bowman, your host for this weekly time of worship, featuring scripture, commentary, and the inspiring music of the choir, all designed to encourage you as you follow Christ. And I'm delighted that you found time today to join me here as we look at a familiar portion of scripture, one that many of us have heard from childhood, but one that, because of its familiarity, may sometimes get glossed over. Or perhaps we talk about the fruit of the Spirit, but don't really give credence to these things as proof points that someone is led by the Spirit of God. For example, when I was growing up, it seemed to me that more emphasis was placed on external appearance as an indicator of a person's spiritual condition than on any of the characteristics we're going to examine in this series. And sometimes there were habits or types of entertainment that folks indulged in that seemed to knock them out of the spirit-led category. This is no joke, but I remember not going to see the re-release of the movie Bambi or any of the other perfectly harmless movies of that era because I thought it would reflect badly on my testimony as a Christian. Some things were considered worldly back in the day, so rather than focus on the Galatians 5 standards for works of the flesh, and works of the Spirit, we seemed to be caught up in lists of our own that defined whether someone was walking in the Spirit. I'm sure people were well-intentioned, but the best practice of all is to stick with what the Bible says. So let's look at the fruit of the Spirit as listed in Galatians 5:22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness self-control against such things there is no law quite a list i'd say and if we're seeking to live god-pleasing lives we do well to let the spirit rule in our lives so that these traits are evident doing our best to glorify him in all that we do Today in this first program of our three-part series on the fruit of the Spirit, we're taking a look at love, joy, and peace, the first three fruits that Paul lists, and right away we're faced with a daunting challenge. Being loving, joyful, and peaceable in today's world can seem almost impossible, and it would be were it not for the Spirit of God that indwells us and makes difficult things doable. Take love, for instance. In John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35, say, A new commandment I give you, Love one another as I have loved you, so also you must love one another. By this all men will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. We are assessed, evaluated if you will, as to our discipleship by the way we love one another. The hard question is, Are we loving as Jesus loved? Any one of the characteristics listed as the fruit of the Spirit can seem like a pretty tall order. And when you realize that there are nine of these qualities that should typify our lives, we know with certainty that it is only by the power of the Holy Spirit that we can exhibit these traits. I don't know that any one fruit is more difficult to exemplify in our lives than the others, but joy can certainly be among the hard ones. We live in a world that focuses on the negative. Gossip is usually negative. I mean, nobody goes around whispering what a great job the boss is doing. The news is usually negative. At least that's what seems to sell newspapers, radio shows, and television airtime. So without being too much of a Pollyanna, it can be hard to let our joy shine through. Yet that's the very thing that can set us apart if we'll let it and cause others to want to know the source of our joy. Up our segment on joy with just one more quick song by NCC's smaller ensemble second edition that is sure to bring a smile to your face and maybe set your toes to tapping or your fingers snapping. to the fruit of peace which is to be evidenced in the lives of all who are led by the spirit of god listen to what the scriptures have to say about this often elusive quality in our lives romans 12 17 and 18 do not repay anyone evil for evil carefully consider what is right in the eyes of everybody if it is possible on your part live at peace with everyone first peter three ten and 11 For whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. Colossians 3.15 Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. I said a moment ago that peace is often elusive. A world of dissension surrounds us and sometimes efforts toward peace can be seen as a weakness or not standing our ground or giving in or giving up. I feel especially convicted by this call to be peaceable because so often I allow frustration to rob me of peace. That frustration can cause me to lash out, to say things I wish I hadn't said, to wind up about as far away from peace as you can get. And I doubt that I'm in that boat by myself. Oh, if we could just remember that Jesus calls us to pursue peace. In Matthew 5, 9, he says we will be blessed and will be called the children of God if we can just learn to be peacemakers, allowing peace to rule in our hearts, our minds, our words, and our actions. Well, we are all out of time for today, but before I go, I just have a few important things to tell you about. Be sure you have your calendars marked for the choir's annual patriotic concert. That's Saturday, July 6th at 4 o'clock p.m. in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania at Gettysburg High School. This is a large venue, so we'll have plenty of room for everyone. And this event is absolutely not to be missed. You'll hear the 150 audition voices of the choir, Sing such favorites as God Bless America, Battle Hymn of the Republic, America the Beautiful, Let There Be Peace on Earth, as well as breathtaking a cappella arrangements of My Country Tis of Thee and The Star-Spangled Banner. We even have a special segment of the program that honors all who have served in the various branches of our United States military. This is a free concert, and a love offering will be received for the choir. So invite some friends and plan to join us on Saturday, July 6th, At 4 o'clock p.m. in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania at Gettysburg High School. Don't miss it. And right now, we have a special way of saying thank you when you donate to the Ministry of the Choir. This month, when you send a minimum donation of $25, we want to send you two CDs, The Wondrous Cross and NCC Acapella. Again, that's two CDs, The Wondrous Cross and NCC Acapella sent to you when you support this ministry with a minimum donation of just $25. So here's the mailing address. National Christian Choir, P.O. Box 1600, Germantown, Maryland, 20875. That's National Christian Choir, P.O. Box 1600, Germantown, Maryland, 20875. Once again, this is Kathy Bowman thanking you for joining me today. Be sure to tune in again next week for part two in our Fruit of the Spirit series as we talk about patience, kindness, and goodness. You won't want to miss this one, so join us next week here on Psalm 95 with the National Christian Choir.